Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome everyone to another episode of the JFD Games Cast. It has been a minute. It's been like two weeks. Uh, I would like to say we're all well rested, but I think we're all still pretty blah. <laughs> but we're here to talk about video games. Hopefully that lifts our mood. Uh, Ryan, you are here. You are operating the controls. How I am here. Yes, I am somehow here. Uh, you are somehow I am here, and I thank you for it. Yeah, I am ready for this uh, tournament series that's happening at work, though. I'm ready for it to be over. So tomorrow, mm-hmm. thankfully. So by the time this podcast will be uploaded, uh, things will be back to normal in uh, my world. Our, our mans will be free. Uh, yes. Drew, how are you? I'm alive. Uh, that's uh, probably the best I can say. I don't know. I feel like I got hit by a truck. I pretty much slept all day, and I still feel like crap. Dang. Dang. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully hanging out with the homies will lift you up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. I hope so. Get, get, get a little bit of energy flowing. Uh, yeah. We are joined once again by our wonderful guest, Katz, head of JSB Malaysia. How are you? Hello. How is everything over there? It's wet everywhere. What? <laughs> monsoon season. It's I can't really go out, so I'm trapped in the house playing games. I'm, I have a mountain of games to go through. That's not even my backlog anymore. It's just like the front loaded stuff, things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it for the past two weeks. It's way too many games coming out too fast. Can't too keep fast. up. Any rest. No, there's at least like five <laughs> new games every week. Like I, I've given up. <laughs> I've given up ever having hope that I'll get through them all. It just goes into the pile and eventually. Yeah. Um, the sales are also not helping because I, I like indie games. I like the, mm-hmm. the underdogs. So yeah. I've also bought like a, a lot of like new games to try, but I'm not here to talk about that because it's here. I'll be here. For almost like a few days talking about the games I bought, so oh, no. I'm gonna trim those, trim those down to like maybe two today. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, let's kind of just hop right into it then. So, so what have you been playing? I know you've been pretty excited about a few things. Uh, what do you bring it to the table today? I will be talking about Potionomics. This game actually yes. has things. So he made me restart the game like five times already, but, but I'm progressing. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm also be. I also roll credits on Bayonetta three. I'll be talking about that a little bit later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also started Nikkei, and that's basically what's eating up all my time right now. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of like Mental Mori where it's a idle game, so yeah. you just kind of play with time. I guess you get resources through time, and every time you claim more, you get stronger. Stronger units and just progress through little by little. It's also surprisingly free to play friendly, unless mm-hmm. unless if you will, of course, you still progress faster than anyone else. That's that's a given for a gacha game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so so far I'm enjoying the game. It's of course we all know about Nikki's eye candy and stuff. The butts jiggle. The the jiggle figure physics is kind of insane. It's a good uh, way honestly- to learn live 2D, especially for me. I don't, I don't. I would point out so many better, <laughs> better uses of live TV. Yeah. Right. The only funny. thing I know of uh, Nikkei is the meme I saw in the JSB chat this morning. Ooh, ooh. Uh, which one was that? There's so many memes. It was. Around. It was uh, girls. For, hang on. It's in the, I'm just pulling up the JSB chat. Um. Oh, was it the girls' front line announces they're adding sex to the game? Yeah, to compete <laughs> with right. Nikkei, Mika has announced that they will be adding sex to girls' front line to Exilium. Oh my god. Please. <laughs> uh, I, I tried Nikkei. I, I can't get into it. I, I am like, I don't know. I, I try to get like attached to something in that game, and like, I, I don't care for like the story. I can't find like any characters I particularly like in that game. Like the designs aren't hitting for me, but I like the idea of like this weird light gun style MOBA game, right? Yeah. Um, so I inevitably what happens, right, is like when something new comes out, there's a bunch of ripoffs. Uh, so I'm looking forward to not Nikkei, but what rips off Nikkei, uh, and hopefully that's something that's bad. more in in my my style. But yeah, it's been taken over everybody. I've been seeing it everywhere. Uh, I'm already like $100 DB to Nikkei, so I'm done. Jeez! Good lord! <laughs> Look, there's a girl with a katana in a game, and this, she's the only one that has a sword in a gun game. I need her. Mm. She ha- also happens to be the best DPS in the game right now. And I Is that the red her. No, no, no. She wears yeah. like this uh, Raiden style hat thing. Oh! She, her, her name's Scarlet. You can look it up. I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, she's also quote unquote a uh, assault rifle user, but then I yeah. think that's now like the cool thing about her. Yeah, <laughs> she flashes things, so I I, I I need her. I don't have her yet, but I need her. Oh my Salt God. girls, man, I have a weakness for salt girls. I I hope she comes home for you. <laughs> one day she she okay. So one thing about Nikkei, right? There's four houses, I guess, like four manufacturers, as they call it. Mm-hmm. She's part of the fourth manufacturer which is like the i would say the ultra rares of the game they're still classified as like ssrs but they are like uh 
rare within the rare rare pool. So so right. there are other people. And the girl I want, it's within that that pool because she's like a wanderer. She's not part of any military manufacturer or she just kind of a loner. Okay. And that's that's the issue. She's yeah. You can't really get her normally. You have to like just luck out one day. You got you got to luck out and spend the bucks. Yep. Oh man. So yeah, her box is not gonna need her yet. So uh, I I'll wait. I'll come here until I get her. Then I see what happens. <laughs> I think the only character I really like in that game is the uh, the the small girl. I think her name was like N two hundred one or whatever. Like the one that looks like she's freaking out when she's loading the rocket launcher. Oh, N one hundred two. N one hundred two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like her. She's funny. I, <laughs> I just like the way she looks. I, I have her, and uh, <laughs> I feel sad for her. I should. So she, I think I remember her story being kind of sad. She. Her memories reset her every day. She yeah, doesn't remember anything. And so every time I send her into battle because some some uh modes you kind of have to use certain characters and this mode requires you to use her, mm-hmm. and she's just like, "What's happening? Why am I at war? Why, oh, no. why why am I loading rockets into this launcher and why am I shooting at these things?" Oh no! And then she just panics and then she forgets next day. Why am I here? <laughs> Why, what am I fighting for? Why am I here? <laughs> Somebody girl. please save her. Yeah. Bring she, her to Memento good. Mori. Save her. She's, mm-hmm. she's an experimental unit, man. It's, that's, that's a sad part. Mm-hmm. I feel for her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough money, K. This game, this game is fun. Like, like it's kind of like I say, it's like Memento Mori, but it's an idle game. You don't have to commit much time to playing it. You just kind of wait every yeah. day for resource and you upgrade and you move on slowly little by little mm-hmm. don't be me spend money it's actually pretty free to play friendly the rates are high. some of the highest i've seen in a gacha game being four percent compared to the usual one or two percent for ssrs so it's pretty right. high i get i get like a gold gold drop every 20 pools or so so that's pretty generous actually so try it out God. good game <sighs> also, I'm here for Potionomics. This game, it's hard to describe Potionomics, to be honest. It's, it's a game where you sell stuff, it's a game you make stuff, and it's also a dating sim. All at once. So it's it's an Atelier game without it being an Atelier game. <laughs> it's Basically. almost an Atelier game because there's also a time limit in this game. Okay, okay. And it's pretty unforgiving, actually. Mm. So, so the story to make it short is you play as a girl named Sylvia. You are a apprentice mage, but your your wizard degree is like you're expecting the potion, so you have like a potion degree, but you don't have a license. But you need to start somewhere, right? So you inherited right, your uncle's uh, old shop, and when you got got to your uncle's uh, potion shop, you just there's a letter. Basically, say, dear Sylvia, if you're reading this, I'm dead. Don't come looking for me. So, mm-hmm. basically, she, he gives you he gives Sylvia the 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 shop, and you gotta start from scratch from there. All right. So this is almost setting up like like a Harvest Moon scenario, basically. Yeah. Just like here here is the family run thing. It's good luck. 
Yeah, exactly. That that's like yeah. The uncle just gave you the shelf and all his burdens in it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a dude take move actually. So the moment you start the game, uh, Grand Magus will come in as like you owe us a million a million gold or something like that. Mm-hmm. You owe the government money basically. Yes, <laughs> and, of course. In yes. Death. Yeah, and then it's like there's there's no way I can make a million gold in one day. Like sure, that's why like letting you pay in like like a, you have like uh what's that thing called but you pay like month by month an installment thing oh yeah like a payment installment yeah so you have to yeah, pay yeah, like yeah. i think hundred thousand a month is it ten thousand or hundred thousand gold i can't remember but but it's basically along the lines you have to pay like a large large sum every week also weeks work in like 10 days in this game is weird don't ask me why oh that is weird okay, okay. Yeah. a week is like 10 days in oceanomics <laughs> Okay, so we start the game, and you have no ingredients, you have nothing. But then out of nowhere, an owl just drops up, drops down from the roof, the already broken roof of your shop. And he's like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Who are you?" And well, you make friends with the owl, and the owl turns out to be your uncle's assistant. Hmm. Well, you can't see, but I'm, I'm like doing air quotes. It's like your uncle's assistant in air quotes. Uh okay okay <laughs> okay right yeah, yeah it's kind of like an obvious thing the more you play the more weeks you play in play into the game so right so now he he's kind of like a tutorial guy he gives he gives you like starter ingredients to teach you how to brew brew potions and stuff like that and making potions in in this game is basically math. You have to like mix and match like colors to make certain potions, and depending on how much you put in your your cauldron, it will become different quality as well. Uh, okay. Okay. So when you make the potion, you put it on your shop and you sell it. So when you're selling stuff, is it turns into a card game, basically. You're trying to raise interest of the customer, and then they're oh, like, okay. they're basically haggling. It's like, okay. it's like a haggling. I was about to ask, is it like a haggling kind of mechanic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and okay. So now it becomes a deck. Actually, when I say cutting, is more of a deck building game because you can change your cards as well. You have 20 cards in a deck, and eventually you'll get more cards through friendship. I'm going to talk about dating later, dating and friendships. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so for haggling, beep, the customers will be like trying to lowball you as much as they can. It depends on the customer, of course, but some some are very excited and they are willing to pay high prices. But then you get those those like snobby merchants from out of town, and then they're like, "Damn, I'm gonna buy this for like one gold." But then like, what the yeah no yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, so, so like so, real, you so like real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, kind of like real life. Yeah, these cheap motherfuckers out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. these, yep. (laughs) Exactly. So if you play your cards wrong, you accumulate stress. And when you have stress, your deck gets filled up with cards you can't use. Like, they're just blockages and stuff like that. It's quite tricky the the later in the game, but at the start, you just kind of like, raise the interest and then you just end it and then you get money depending on how well you do you get more money per, per potion and so is there yeah. like when you're haggling is there like a number of turns that you get to like it try also get the on price? Customers, but okay. yes you do. you do you you can't just keep going <laughs> right okay 
Yeah, yeah. And if you go blow through the the timer, the customer just leaves because they just you just lose their interest. Or you just uh, uh, they will, in their words they say, "Oh, you're trying to oversell me this. I don't want it anymore." Like, what? Uh, right. Okay. So you you can try you can end up overselling and then they're just yeah. like, "Nah." Yeah, yeah, um, it's like you're scamming me, man. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Okay. Okay, so sometimes uh, special NPCs will come in, and that's how you meet like important NPCs in the game. Like, there's your your stock girl. Her name's Quinn. She sells you ingredients, and if you romance her or something, she gives you like bigger and bigger discounts. So that's useful. Right. And I, I, I like her friendship. Yeah, and her second most important NPC is a girl named Mint. She's a rookie adventurer, so you can send her out to like uh, areas in the game, and then she will bring you back ingredients. <laughs> you can also like buffer with the potions you made, so you don't necessarily have to sell your potion. You can just make health and mana potions and just give it to her, and then she'll like, damn, thanks, and then she'll bring you more stuff back because she survived longer thanks to your potions and stuff like that. It's pretty cute. Ah, <laughs> uh, is that the only way you get material? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. A lot of ways to get get materials. You can get it through okay. Queen, the girl who just sells you stuff, and then you actually actually unlock more stuff for Queen through other means. Cause she can stock up anything. She's like another wizard person thingy that can just manifest stuff through her pet mimic. So you have to like feed her for some reason. Is it, this is the weird thing about Queen? When you give her a new item to stock up, she eats it. Like so, you give her rocks, you just just chomp it down, and it's like, yeah, I'll I'll bring like iron back next Tuesday or something. And then you're like, what? You just ate rocks. Damn, are you okay? Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, that that's how you stock up your stock person, and then Queen, if if she. If you buff her up enough with your your help, she'll kill the bosses of the areas also and bring you like super rare loot as well. So that's useful. And the guild master of the town, you can talk if you if you befriend him, she has this thing called investments, which she sends like a small group of adventurers instead of one adventurer to bring more stuff back. But the catch is that you get stuff through him, there's a chance that it will fail and and it will affect the the environment of the place that you send them to. So if you, let's say you send them to the mushroom biome too much, now you exhausted the biome, the mushroom biome, there's no more Oh, so you have yeah. to like, then you, you have, have to, to like focus on somewhere else or, or come yeah. home. Yeah. You have to control it and stuff like that. There's also, uh, actually, now that I think about it, that there is, that's, that's like the only ways you get, get ingredients. But there are, but you can, uh, change the ingredients also through like enchanting, through fermenting and stuff like that to change the values and their ty- their typings as well. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. So, I think that's the ba- the basic gist of potion normally. You buy ingredients, make make potions, sell you sell potions, and that's it. Every ten days, you get like this tournament thing where like this this rival of the week will come come to your shop and just check you out. Like wow. You're kind of a scrub, aren't you? <laughs> Come oh on, man. Yeah, so... 
the, on the tenth day of each week, you will basically go to this tournament and you try to outsell them on the potions you make. So you, in addition to making potions to sell, you need to make like one tournament potion where you you'll be using to present for the tournament. So if the quality is good, you you win and you get the ten k and you live another week. If you don't, you restart the game. You lose. You can actually die in this game, which is which is why I say this game has hands. Uh... <laughs> So it's not, even, it's not even like a reload to like a previous like save or anything. It's just straight up, you're done, new run. Yeah, if if you know you're gonna lose, make sure you make multiple saves. If not, you die. Damn, that's rough. Yeah, that's why I said I restarted this game at least five times because you unlock more mechanics as you play through the week, so you don't unlock everything at once. Mm -hmm. So when you're playing with new mechanics, you're like, man, this is kind of cool, but I'm wasting time. So that that's a problem, actually. Sounds like very min max heavy. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to try it though. It's oh, one more thing about this game is that the animations of this game is 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 twelve out of ten. It's it's so unique. Like they crafted everything to the scene rather than modeling a whole like an overall animation, they crafted it to make it like this one angle will look this good. Because you did this game that you don't really move around in 3D anyway, it's more like menus to menus. Right. The expressions of the characters in this game is so... It's so cool. It's, it's so... It's so neat. I can't explain. It, you have to look, look at the game it, enough it, to know what I mean. Yeah, Actually, it, it has a really like unique style to it. Like, it's it's... Like this cartoonish 3D models, but as you're saying, like it's tied more to the scene rather like than having just awkward 3D animation. It, it's it's really hard to explain, but it does look really good. Yeah, it looks uh, it, in motion. Actually. Yeah, this was what drew me to the game at first. I don't typically play this type of like uh, economic economical games where you sell stuff. Like it's not really my thing, but the animations kept kept me, and it's it's just nice to look at like character expressions and everything because it's slightly exaggerated so it's very cartoony and i love that yeah 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 so, so it's beautiful man i love i love how the game looks yeah, i that, wish that's... there's a real album for this that's like what initially drew me to to looking at the game was like the art style to it and i was like oh let me check this out uh and like there's aspects of it where like I'm hesitant because I'm not the biggest like deck builder kind of person, but also there's so much going on here that I think like it's fine. The deck um, building is not like most like, deck building games where they just bombard yeah. you with like too many options. Like you get cast by befriending NPCs and give you like one card at a time, so you're just like, oh, you, I got this one card now, and I like try slot it in my deck, right? No? And then I'll maybe use it later and stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't sound as intimidating as I thought it was going to be listening to you talk about it. It's not. It doesn't bombard yeah. you with it. That's why mechanics come slowly. Yeah. But I think because of how the 10-day cycle, right, uh, you don't get enough time to experiment with the new mechanics introduced to you as the game goes on. Mm -hmm. But there are more things to juggle as the game goes on as well. So that, that, that. so time management is really a thing. So it's, I think it's really normal for new players to just die in like the first or second week if you're not naturally good at min-maxing your time. Right. It definitely yeah. seems like it's it's a, a learn-as-you-go, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm going to pick it up. The characters are very likable. Oh, even the, 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 your rivals who like kind of like, like talk, talk smack to you, you end up befriending them later. So they're all likable. Of course. Also, shout out to my, my two cats in the game named Salt and Pepper. <laughs> Wait, you have Salt cats named and Salt and Pepper. Pepper? Yeah, they're like a black and a white cat that you can... They're essentially the gacha mechanic of the game. You pay money to get random ingredients from them because they're sailors. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, amazing. the name is Salt and Pepper. They're, they're adorable. And for some reason, you can romance both of them at once. So... Hmm. I'm working towards that. Weird. Alrighty then. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's I think that's just that's the gist of potion normally. It's just it's just your put uh it's a it's a item selling game. It's what's that word again? Capitalism. There, there's a game that plays like this back then. Like this our time. What it's not Atelier, it's Racketeer, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's something like Reketeer, and it's. I've I've heard good things of Reketeer. Yeah, Potionomics is kind of like that, but I think it looks better oh, wow. because of the custom character models. But it plays it plays like Reketeer. It's it's if you like those type of games, it's fun. There's oh. not much action in the game though. It's just just time management, brewing, deck building. Okay, it's a with weird that combination of games, it, man. It, it's kind of weird, yeah. I'm starting to see like a few more of this style of like, hey, run a shop kind of thing. Like there was that one uh, Zelda like game that came out a couple years ago, uh, where you were running a shop and then like you had to run into dungeons to get more items to put into your shop to sell more stuff. Uh, a Zelda game like that? Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's like a Zelda like. Uh, I remember playing it at PAX one year, uh, and then it Ooh. officially came out a couple years ago. Um, and every so often, I see more games kind of in that fashion. Uh, I see. So that's cool. Uh, I'll try to figure out what, uh, what it was, and I'll, I'll send it to y'all. Cool, cool. Curious yeah. to see. Yeah. And uh, then you've also been on this Bayonetta kick, huh? No spoilers. Uh, uh, I had to write a script for this, dude. Because <laughs> the, the game is very, still very story-centric, but... It is. To put my impressions of the story so I don't have to talk about it much, it's uh it's not as good as one and two. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like messy actually, because uh, the only thing I'm gonna spoil about this is that we're dealing with multiverses now. Oh yeah, I, that that is a pretty yeah, there is point about it. Yeah, on the trailer you do see like different bayonetas already, so yeah. Um, why that happens, I'll let you guys experience it for yourself, for those who own the Switch. It's... I would say Bayonetta that- 3 is really, really kind of different from the older games. Because they changed a lot of things about the systems and the stages and stuff like that. Especially yeah. the weapons, they work so different now. Like In Bayonetta 1 and 2, you have you get, you get two sets of weapons and you get to equip like your hands and feet, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have that anymore. You still get two sets of weapons, but you have uh, weapon A and weapon B instead of hands and legs. So you're not really equipping weapons to like uh, top or bottom part of your bayonet's body anymore. 
which is right. two weapons. Most comparable to Devil May Cry style, actually. Mm-hmm. Devil May Cry three, actually. You you equip two weapons and that's it. However, weapons change in a way that uh, depending on what weapon you get, your movement ability changes as well. Like you know how in old Bayonetta you turn into a panther when you run, you don't yes. get any more. But instead, that particular feature is tied to your weapon equip round. Let's say you have like a new one of the new weapons is like a, it's like a rocket launcher hammer combo, mm-hmm. and if you dash with it, you become you briefly become a Gundam thingy that you just fly. <laughs> or, I like that. Yeah, and if you use the the fans, the giant giant fans, it's wind based, and you turn into a bird instead because that makes sense. The demon you kill to get it was a bird, so you become a bird, and then so on and so forth. Because it, yeah, like I say it's tied to weapon. Your movement is tied to weapon. Right. Yeah, I remember my uh, my roommate was talking about that because he he had finished it not too long ago. Uh, let's talk about that. And like, there's another mechanic where you can summon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every weapon now has a unique summon. Like like wicked weaves from the old games are also going replaced by this uh devil slave mechanic. Where depending on which weapon you use, you get to summon the demon tied to the weapon. Right. And I I'm not the biggest fan of this because when you're summoning right, Bionetta just is just dancing on the side and you can't really use her. So you're just like you're switching most to the demon instead. So if you get hit. You can't really move unless you buy the accessory. So, so I, I just don't like standing in, like I idly when I'm controlling the demon. Right. Do you have Stop. full control over the demon? Or I thought I heard it was like mm, automatically. Yes. You do. Okay. You do. You do. Depend on the accessories you uh, equip. You can, you can, uh, let it do its own thing while you mm. hold or the uh, L two to. Or is it on on the switch? Is like what ZL right? ZL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You hold ZL and you can just let the demon do whatever while you are doing the combos. Okay. I think that's gotcha. I think that's cool, but but only if you get the accessory because normally you don't. You're just dancing there, and then mm. I don't I don't really like that. But the bigger source of damage also comes from them, so you're kind of forced to use them anyways for bigger fights. Right. Oh, okay. So biggest thing in okay i'm gonna talk about john first she has her own stages now mm-hmm. it's kind of adorable because you're now in like a 2d side scroller stealth mission thing <laughs> you're trying to rescue a story related person from these missions and you get like i think three stages of john and you have near to no combat prowess you you have to sneak you have no combos and stuff like that I feel like that can be a hit or a miss. Huh. Yeah, like if yeah. it's kind of like you have to make your own opinions for this because mm-hmm. I didn't really like it because you have to like sneak around and do like like stealth kills and stuff, and you get caught, you can't exactly fight back. You have to run, and that kills the pacing for Bayonetta Three for me. I think that's yeah. my biggest issue with Bayonetta Three actually because they're trying to blend too many many small changes into the game, so pacing is is really interrupted for me. Yeah, that's one, that. one big negative. Mm-hmm. Also, Bayonetta 3 has a new girl, Viola. Yeah! I, I like her. She gives me a lot of narrow vibes from DMC4. I mm-hmm. think Ryan will love her because she also punches a lot. <laughs> oh boy, we got, we got punch girl. 
Yeah, she's a punch girl when she chose a sword. <laughs> so the funny thing is that she has a parry mechanic, and that's the biggest difference from Bayonetta. She okay from Bayonetta dodging at the last moment gives you which time, right? Yeah. Viola, you have to parry at the at the last moment to get which time. It's different, and it's a different button press also. Which again throws off my pacing for Bayonetta because sometimes you have to play as Viola, right? And then it's then you gotta remember the control. Yeah, yeah, like you're suddenly you have to re re acclimate yourself to her. Yep. Yeah, it's it's. it's, it's I'm I not can, a big fan of that. I could definitely just, see myself like pushing the wrong button, trying to parry because your character switched because you're so used to playing as Bayonetta or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not so much for genre, cause it's like a whole genre swap, so right. it's easy to make make the difference. But but Viola, you're still playing a three D action hack and slasher, so eh, it's 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 weird to change. But I like I like her gameplay. Besides the weird control scheme, you have to get used to it every time she pops up. Is there a she, case where like when you do the parry? I I think someone was talking about how like the the amount of which time you get depends on how well you do a parry. Is that a thing or did i miss um, i do not have an answer for it because i i okay. every time i play viola i'm basically fumbling through the whole stage <laughs> it's like yeah i made it hell yeah gotcha. I go back now, please keep keeping gotcha. my friends <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. though she is pretty important to the game and after beating i'm like damn they're doing this okay I, there, there's okay there's a part at the end of the game where it basically made me cry and then scream at the same time out of joy because they did they did a marvel marvel universe thing i'm gonna leave it at that it's pretty freaking cool if you love bayonetta i love bayonetta i love action games because okay. i can't so much it's just that the ending is like yes this game I, <laughs> the viola stages was worth it <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the ending, the ending is good. It's it's also a big hint of what's to come for the future of Bayonetta, and I can't wait for it. I was gonna ask, obviously, like no spoilers, not whatnot, but do you see more Bayonetta coming in the future? Like they left it open enough to where there's more. I can't say anything. It's too much. Okay. Okay. Because the right, moment right. if I say anything, you guys can probably piece it together and say, like, "Oh, gotcha. they're doing this." Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, right. overall, Bayonetta three for me, apart from all the drama that's been happening with the voice actors, I think it's still, it's still a solid hack and slash. Not as good as Bayonetta one and two, in my opinion, but it's still pretty solid. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Like I feel like one and two are really big shoes to fill anyway. Like it's it's a little unreasonable to to just have like a super high bar of like, oh, it has to be better than those two. But as long as it's as good or just like a still fun platinum action game, I think that's that's all it needs yes. to be. A lot of small call outs to the past games, like you okay, so you don't actually fight angels or demons in this game, you fight homunculi. So it's right. a human threat, but not really because story reasons. Mm-hmm. However, there are secret fights in the game where you 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 will randomly stumble upon it. Like, wait, this this light is glowing yellow. I'm gonna touch it. Oh shit! Angels, the back and Bayonetta once team start playing like, oh, Ooh. that that's 
that's fan service right touch. there. That's a good touch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you and the best part is that when you defeat the angels, for example, uh, in Bayonetta one, every time she finishes a fight, she like blows a kiss to the gate and it breaks. Right? She does the mm-hmm. exact same thing in this in Bayonetta three. Nice. Yeah, so if you defeat demons from Bayonetta 2, she also shoots like a heart-shaped bullet out, just like Bayonetta 2. And then, yeah, there's a lot of callbacks to, to the past games. I, I love that. I love yeah, all these like more that. details. Yeah, that's like a celebration of, of just Bayonetta in general. Yeah. That's good, Bayonetta. yeah. Again, the ending, if you like Bayonetta, the ending will probably make you scream. It's the hypest thing I've seen in an action game. It's so good. Alright, alright, that's a high bar. Especially especially for Platinum themselves. They have some pretty wild shit. Uh, yeah, okay. great game. But yeah, that, that's Bayonetta 3 for me. I have not touched the post-game, so there's a lot of post-game stuff that they hinted throughout the game, but I haven't touched it yet at the time. Too many games. Mountain of games. games. Nah, you ro- roll yeah. credits, move on to the next. We don't, we don't yeah. have time for post-game in this, in this house. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm going to do with God of War. <laughs> I have not played God of War, the remake anyways. I played the PS2 Ooh. ones, but I never played the new one. Okay, so just, just one small question before I pass, yeah. pass the torch. Hmm. Can I play Ragnarok just as it is? Or do I have to play like the first game? You have to play the last the last game. Dang. You have to you have to play the the reboot the remake God of War what is what did it come out 2018 2016 yeah something yeah, like that uh, yeah yeah you you have to because Ragnarok picks up almost immediately after because I had no interest in getting Ragnarok until uh, randomly scrolling on Twitter I saw the Thor fight mm. okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah this okay okay I mean I mean. <laughs> That, that's that's almost the introduction to that game. That's like the first five minutes. Really? Um, <laughs> but but there's a lot that you need to know going into that game. And and I trust me, like that first one, there is just as many hype ass moments as, as that fight. Like it's that game is insane. It's very very good. Um, All right. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> To the pally goals. Okay, who wants to go next? Uh, Ryan, what have you been doing? I'm I'm curious. Um, not as much as I would have liked because a lot of like work stuff. Um, mm. but I have been uh, ever since you talked about Memento Mori, I've been definitely uh, yeah. been playing that, and it's it's a unique experience because like I'm not yeah. really familiar with idle games and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. to be honest as well like uh i really got the game because like of the art direction and like the yes. artwork stuff like that that, like, that was in. that was a, like pretty- a big sell for me um and like it's everything that you basically said what it was you know it's like i almost like with some of these uh characters like backstories and stuff like that I was like gotten a lot of near vibes because like damn yeah. these these characters went through some shit you know what I mean they like through it yeah <laughs> and then like you know now like when they meet quote unquote you basically they got their purpose back and things like that and everything but it's just like going through some of the uh, stories and everything like um 
I uh I'm I'm oh I I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh uh Amora's story. The pink haired girl uh, that has like the thorns. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like going through like her story and what she went through is like Jesus Christ, man. Like I'm like is... I'm halfway through her story. Yeah. I haven't done all of her story yet. Uh but it it it's it's pretty dark. It's rough. Yeah, it's it's very dark. Um yeah. and like like the shit that she was going through and like why she became what she became is just like, oh my god, damn. Jesus. Um but like yeah, I mean like it's a unique experience. Like I'm I have like a really hard time like saying like nope i gotta not boot the game up because i still have to let it do its thing because i'm yeah continuously hitting walls that i yep. can't really do anything about until like things until like i get the stuff that i need um mm-hmm. and i don't want to spend too much money on getting things um I understand. so like yeah so it's been a. It's been an experience in just like laying low and just letting it auto generate everything for me, and then I can go back and be like, okay, now I can get over this wall. Um, yeah. So like that's been kind of like a, um, kind of like a uh, you know a new thing I had to, um, kind of you know adjust to in that regard uh, when it, it comes to the game. We, it, yeah, it's weird because we're so used to to mobile games like fighting for your time, where it's like, no, we want you to invest as much time as possible, so play it as much as you can, mm-hmm. right? And this game will actively tell you, no, go away, <laughs> come back tomorrow. Do leave me, leave me alone. Dailies. Don't bother me anymore. <laughs> don't bother me. Do your dailies, but really, don't bother me for like a fucking week. You're not gonna have the materials to upgrade your characters. Exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> this it's it's the ultimate max game. Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Memento uh, Max. Memento Max. Yes, that's what exactly what it is. Um. <laughs> But but yeah, it's uh it's been pretty fun. I definitely have been playing a lot of that and everything. Um, What's your who's your favorite character or what favorite character? I guess your favorite character design, right? Uh, is, and is, favorite is character Rain. story. Uh, favorite Rain. character design is Rain. Um, Rain. Yeah, she's de- the she is definitely the RCB character. Um, I agree. As far as story goes, like a more story. Um, definitely like hit home. Um, also, oh, what the hell's her name? Uh, another character's story that I did complete. What was her name? Uh, Iris, I kind of liked as well. Okay. Um, yeah. I think hers was pretty good. Yeah, Iris, I kind of liked. Uh, Fortina's was also a really, really sad story. Um, Ooh, I. I loved Fortina's story. Yeah. Um, and it, it made me really want to play through Florence's story. Yeah. Since those two are tied together. Yeah. And I had just got, I just got Florence like the other day. So I think that's the next story I'm going to kind of. Yeah. I, 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 and you're right. Yeah. Because they, they both are intertwined. So I did bo- go yeah. through both of theirs. Um, I'm going through Bells right now. I did get her. Um, and like, Oh yeah, like she's she's just she's she's just a hellcat. 
<laughs> this is basically okay. what she is. Uh, she Am- looked like one. Yeah, Amleth's uh, stories story was pretty unique because of her being like a leader and stuff like that and everything, and like yeah, all of her stuff that she had to go through with basically being leader and stuff like that. Plus, she's also like a pretty strong unit too uh, to use. It oh yeah. She was the first story I completed, and that was the one that like sold me on these character stories. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, there's there's a lot here." Yeah, uh, I, I I love Amleth to death. Yeah, Am- Amleth is definitely a favorite in my uh, in my build that I have. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the ones that kind of stand out uh, okay. pretty much for me. Nice. Uh, but I nice. I will always say protect Amora at all cost. Just protect that poor protect girl. Him. That that poor girl who's been through it, she she protect her, um, protect her, please. Yes. Um, outside of that, um, I've been so I've been playing that. Um, I did uh, check out a the new updated uh, Project Eden uh, pack that came out for um, uh, Project Ooh. Eva. Uh, they yeah. added like forty more songs to that and everything stuff like that. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so like that whole that whole pack now has like over a hundred songs in it. Oh my God! It's on it's, top of already having four hundred fucking songs. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Um, like, yeah. I, I, then, like, honestly, I've been I'm just continuing on the rhythm game kick and stuff like that. I've also been going up to like on Saturday nights. I get out of work a little early. So I've actually mm-hmm. been going up for the past couple of weeks uh, up to uh, our local uh, place here, Leaderboard. I've been going up there oh. and playing like all their rhythm games they got up there now and everything. Yeah, so I went up there uh, for the first time in like, I swear it had to have been like a year. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went up there last weekend, I think. I took my nephew up there and that was the first time he ever been there. Uh, and first time he learned about rhythm games. Um, and I was so surprised at just how much more stuff they have there. Yes. They, they have pretty much every rhythm game cabinet you can think of that's not like brand new new, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. And they have a poking cab, which they is do. funny. They do have a poking cab, which is kind of funny. I, saw, I walked by and saw that. I was like, wait a minute, that's poking. Why is that here? That's interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> we, wa- we walked by it, and then my nephew was like, I'll beat you. And I was like, oh, word. And then I <laughs> it, it, was, it was two. It was two one. But, you know, I, yeah. I still I still won. It was yeah. fine. And then he, I walked he, away. It's like you're going to learn today. <laughs> um, I, I, I literally just like left him there. I just I, I beat him and then I just walked away silently. That's funny. It was great. Um, but yeah, like I really enjoy the uh, the rhythm games they have up there. Um, I don't know the names of them, um, but like uh like there's a, a one that's like a touchscreen one that's like on the side with the uh, where the pinballs are, like yes th- that one is probably my favorite one to play. Um, mm-hmm. But I also like the Waka one and um, of course uh, Jubeats. Waka is the greatest rhythm game of all time. Yeah, Waka is really cool. Um, well, they're a machine, a music game with two knobs. They have to. Twist. Sound Voltex. Yeah, yep, Sound Voltex. Yeah, sound yep. Voltex. Yep. We have it. Yep. There is a Sound Voltex. That is one of my favorite rhythm games to play at arcades. But like yep. I did here, so I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Sound Voltex. Yeah, Sound Voltex is, is really great. Cool. And um, also, uh, 
Um, there's another one that they have. Like they have a, a DJ one there that's pretty cool. Um, they also added the uh, initial D uh, cabs now. Yeah, so, like they have yeah. those in there now, and that's been fun. Um, I've been meaning to to try. We didn't uh, play initial D, but I saw it in the corner. I was like, "Ooh, I might want to give this a try." Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of rhythm games, uh, DJ Max announced that it's releasing yet another pack. Uh, oh my god! This is the they uh, need to be stopped. this is the V Extension Three that's going to be coming out this week. Uh, so oh, they're at- yeah. Oh my god. Mm hmm. Yep. So extension three, they're releasing uh, the sixteenth. So that would be Wednesday. Uh, that'll be coming out. So I might be doing a stream of that to check out those games. Um, they they really turned this game to just be the definitive DJ Max game, didn't they? Pretty much, and and the Steam version, because like yeah. it's like everything that's being released for Steam. Uh, for this yeah, game yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, like and even like some of the different collabs that did and stuff like that, like this one, uh, this one where they introduced uh, some new songs <laughs> and like they had the menus being like where like the three mainstay characters that are like uh, for DJ Max and everything, they had them be like VTubers and stuff like that. So it was kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about that uh, I think last time I brought it up, but yeah, new yeah. Uh, new sound pack coming out. So more rhythm game stuff for me to play. Yay. Right. Um, and then Hell one yeah. one last game I'll bring up before we pass it on. Um, and this is a game Katz actually told me about, and I tried out and everything. Um, I know it. It's yeah. a game called uh, Warm Snow. Is, what is that? It is, yeah. a, it is a roguelike uh, game. Very similar to uh, Hades almost. Um, I've been playing Chinese Hades for like yes. two weeks already. Yep, because it, it's it, basically Chinese Hades. Yeah, it's Chinese. It, yeah, it's basically Chinese Hades. But your main character has blistering swords, so he fires swords like Virgil. So like that was an automatic sell for me when I was told that. And um, uh-huh. and uh, it's remember the other game I told you about that was like a ooh what's that the Eastern uh, Exorcist game. Um, yep. it is the exact same publisher. Um, that is this game for warm snow and like the, okay, okay. like the, uh, the graphics and everything are, are, you know, the style I like too. It's like the cell shaded, like comic style, uh, with mm-hmm. it and everything. Um, and like, it's basically like a lot of, you know, you're basically going through like a lot of Chinese folklore when you're playing this game and stuff like that and everything. So um yeah so i'm looking you, at the trailer this looks really good yeah so if you like if you liked hades and you like roguelikes and stuff like that or they definitely give this game a shot it's like only like 12 bucks right now on steam too so uh definitely definitely give it a shot it's uh it's got like a lot of different like abilities that you can do um that you can get and stuff and like the enhancements that you're able to get are pretty cool boss fights are pretty fun because uh, they're like multi-stage boss fights um mm-hmm. with the uh with the game and um also uh yeah the, the hostess I, i'm a fan big fan of the hostess it's a <laughs> it's a the very tall big lady in red dress that's that's that's, that's all i gotta say need. that is she she is she is as of now anyway because i've only gotten to where like it's the second stage um mm-hmm. like i only got to the second boss right now um, right. 
I, I, she, she is, she is guiding my, my very narrow vision to where I, I need see. to be. That's, that's <laughs> where we're going with. Uh, I understand. She is your queen. Yes, I, I understand. Yes, yes. My character is her simp. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It is exactly what it is. Um, I see. But yeah, uh, that's all I played. Everything. Hmm. Um, I did. Uh, complete another art piece uh this was an art piece that our friend cats here requested and i was like hey this is gonna be your birthday gift uh so yeah so the uh chun li chun li uh bunny suit uh art piece i made uh you can go on my socials and check that one out too and everything so um had a lot of compliments for it so i was like pretty happy i was like it came out yeah so and i think that came out great yeah i think i think i'm pretty sure cats liked it i think he did anyway I think they did. Yeah, love it a lot. <laughs> so, um, but that's basically all I did. Nothing too big. I I wanted to play more. I wanted to try to get back into some other games, but I just couldn't because of work, uh, tournament mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just absolutely been been like uh, I thought it would be a little easier, which it it's kind of been a little easier with me doing more live stream stuff and everything. But like I still kind of get pulled to help out with things and stuff like that because they've been short on people um because people call out and you know fuck people basically um i understand so um that's also another reason why i'm gonna be super happy when this thing's done i can try to get back into some of the games i've been meaning to try to get back into and finish but that's pretty much it though um that's what i've been playing oh uh drew you want to go or or should i should i stall for more time for you what you want I can go. Go for it. What's been doing? Uh, well, I'm still playing Cold Steel Four. Um, uh-huh. slowly but surely. Uh, I've reached another roadblock in uh, as I have hit a casino. And if you know me, you know my JRPG habits. Once I hit a casino, that's it. We we have a real casino this time. We have a real casino. Oh hell yeah! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have a casino. <laughs> and so I will I will spend the next I don't know 10 hours on casino just playing trying to like just get I thought I found an infinite money loop because that definitely feels like something Falcom would just like have put in an oversight of I feel but, like there's all there's always one in an RPG like there's usually yeah, some way there's usually some way you can abuse Specifically, the casino system to just like yeah. have an infinite money loop. Um, uh, call it like one of my favorite things to do in a JRPG. So uh, I will be sinking my teeth into this for a while, uh, which is fine because I can't talk about this game because I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, the game is still really good. Uh, I think I haven't been playing it as actively much as uh, as I've you know been talking with rob about these games are a lot they're a lot to intake there's a lot of lines that you have to like remember and follow and like all these things that are going on and it can be a lot on your brain to like try and remember every like little scheme and like little plot line that's happening throughout the entire story and it can get a bit overwhelming and after doing about 150 hours of it of cold steel 3 jumping right into cold steel 4 is a big ask um so uh, I've been playing that, 
Uh, I'll also, uh, because I've just, I feel some way about video games lately where, like, I don't know if I'm just tired or whatnot, but, like, I needed something to, like, get into and just, like, kind of, like, unwind that's fun and a game that was really one to play. Um, so I started playing uh, this game called, uh, God, what was it called, Rob? We were looking oh, at it. Well, oh, it was the, oh, oh. it was like the, Cast- it was the Castlevania game. Oh, Midnight Succubus DX? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, the one with the Barbarian that I sent you that I saw on oh, the PlayStation. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking. Never heard of that game. Blanking. Which game is it? Uh, I'm trying to pull up my wish list. He's pulling uh, the Holgar. that's what it is that's what it is so i loaded up this game and what was weird is when i loaded up this game the title screen said celeste oh god damn how'd that happen Mm, 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 mm. i feel like Mm. i hacked your devices yeah no no matter what you put in celeste Uh, is gonna boot up sounds no so anyway uh I, I I started Celeste finally. This is a game that Rob has been trying to get me to play for years, uh-huh. uh, and, and not not for you know lack of wanting to play the game. I've always heard good things about that game. It has like a, a art direction that I really enjoy. Uh, like pixel based games are my bread and butter. I love pixel based games, um, and I have to say like I've just been playing like a little bit every night like kind of just before i go to bed or like just when i have some free time like kind of unwind uh i really like this game um i've only done i'm in chapter two right now uh i did chapter one uh got all the strawberries in chapter one and then i did the b-side of chapter yeah. one and uh so for those of you who don't know celeste is like a i want to say like it's an action platformer that I feel like takes inspiration almost from Kaizo games a bit. Yes, it does. But nowhere near as punishing. At least not until you get to like B side, I guess. Uh, but even then, like the level design isn't like it's not there to screw you over. Like I, I actually find like moving around and and like successfully completing these platforming challenges like really satisfying and like moving around in general feels really good in that game because like all you do in the game is you have like a jump a wall climb like you can hold on to the wall and climb it there's a small stamina system behind that um you can jump off the wall um and like sort of wall jump like you would in Mega Man x um and like that's it and there's like an air dash you get like one air dash until you touch the ground and like the level design behind like what i've already done which is really just chapter one uh chapter one's b side and like a little bit of chapter two like i've encountered uh shadow madeline which i see this is probably where the story is going to start ramping up um like just the level design that i've seen is just really cool and smart uh and like you you kind of have to approach these puzzles and you're just like i don't see how i'm supposed to do this and then when you finally do you're like oh i get it yeah and it feels really good when you do that 
Like there was a one room in chapter one B side where I was just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this, but I just kept like tackling the brick wall until the brick wall broke. And then uh, I figured it out. And I like after I figured it out, I'm like, oh, that was kind of clever. And like just going through these challenges, it just feels really good. Like uh, in chapter two, you unlock these like weird space bubble things that when you dash into them, like you have to commit to that direction until you get out of the space bubble. And I don't know what it is about those. Like it just feels really satisfying to do because there's like a couple challenges to get a strawberry where you have to like link air dashes because like you air dash into the space bubble and then it pops you out the other side and then you get your air dash back. And so like there was a challenge where you just had to like link space bubble and it felt really good to do. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, I don't know. It just it 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 feels like a video game, and it just feels good. And I think that's what I need right now. I I think like one they they play up the that theme of it being hard and like pushing through because it's Madeline like wanting to climb this mountain, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's that that is a challenge set out for her, uh, and that's also a challenge for you, the player, and like. It, 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 as you said, when, when you get through the puzzle, it feels good, right? And, and you you feel Madeline feeling good as far as like trying to conquer, getting up the mountain, and, and confronting herself and stuff. Um, and like the uh, what I really like gameplay wise, and, and what makes it feel so good is directly attributed to how fast you respawn, right? So like when you die, you're back immediately, right? Uh, so it doesn't feel bad dying. It's like, oh man, messed up. And then you're just right back into it. Um, there's no it loaded screen. Does me of VVVVVVV a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of that same idea. Although, like, if if V was like the NES, like, sort of idea of this action platformer, Celeste is like the Super Nintendo version where, like, we just. Fair. Like, like you, you upgrade the, 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 the dimension of the game and like it, V was another game that like when I sat down, clicked with it and just like couldn't put it down until I beat it. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm getting that same feeling from Celeste, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a really you- good game. Sound, the soundtrack is. It's so, so good. good. It's so strong. Uh, are, are you what? are you committed to finding all the strawberries before you continue? Is are you doing it that yeah. way? Okay, okay. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'm also doing B sides first. B sides, yep, yep. So like I have to like after I finish. That's why like I'm only in chapter two because like yep. B side did take me a while. Um, like that's probably like your more Kaizo like, but again like it takes inspiration from like a Kaizo game, but like nothing feels designed to just fuck you. No, Which is what no I don't like, like about Kaizo games. There's no yeah. like hidden blocks yep. or anything like that. Um, like you can actually do a room on the first go because like you can kind of just see the path, mm-hmm. and then it's just like up to your own dexterity as a player to like do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't know, I just I I really like this game. It's it's really smartly designed. Um, in in. They they go a step further, so there's DLC for that game um, mm-hmm. that that unlocks an even harder like harder tracks. Um, and they actually took I inspiration. I wonder if the Switch version already came with that. 
Maybe? I, I think it did. I think all the physical copies came with it, because I think that's what they were waiting on. Yeah, because that's what I have, is the, is the Switch version. Is um, I have a Switch physical version. And, and those levels are interesting, because they took inspiration from the speedrunning community for those. Um, oh, really? So, like, all the, cha- all the challenges that are, that are in that DLC uh, basically require you to learn some of the speedrun techniques to, like, do uh, farther jumps and stuff like that. Um, I see. And the game, um, it actually goes through the process of, like, teaching you how to do that stuff. And it, it's difficult. It, it's hard. Uh, but when you get it, you feel like a fucking god. And I find that mm-hmm. so interesting that they leaned into it teaching the player how to do it um and to let you know like hey this stuff is possible um you know with practice you can do it and i think that's really cool plus wow. mm-hmm. it's dope man i love that game yeah yeah uh sorry for the pulling the wolves over the audience's eyes but i've been lying to rob about playing this game for like a week man i knew you were playing that shit no you did not yeah, i knew i mean i was dropping like the easiest hints but yeah. then like just denying it. I, I, I was playing it up. I had to had to make sure you felt like you were getting one over me. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. See, I'm he sure. knew that you knew that he knew that yeah. you knew. That's it. That he knew. Yeah. That you knew, and that he knew, and you knew. That that's it. Yes. That's it. Yes. Um, <laughs> one other thing I like about Celeste. Um, and this, this is a. This is a weird thing to say for that game. Uh, but I think that game has like tremendous quote unquote voice acting. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I like it um, when games do that. Uh like the little like gibberish. The, the gibberish uh, sort of Yeah. Um there there are a couple games that do that really well. Golden Sun does that. Uh Mario and Luigi do that, and I really like that. Yeah. Um there, there's something with the way that Celeste charming. does it's it. It's charming. It, it's charming, and like the way that they they time it is the way that they time it, and the way that they adjust like the pitch and stuff to convey emotions when using it. Mm-hmm. Like as you get through the story of that game, there are moments where like I felt tearing up because of that. Like there, there, there are segment, there are segments where like the, the gibberish goes and the way that it just plays out just like tugs at, um, mm. you you feel the emotion behind it. It is so weird, uh, but it's also just incredible what they did with that stuff. It, it's it's mm-hmm. an insane level of detail. But yeah. Well, I will report back in three weeks uh, after I beat Celeste because I will be gone from recording for the next three weekends, I believe, or maybe two weekends um, mm. due to the holidays and, uh, you know, family coming in town. I will report back after I beat that game. So. Please. Uh, I'll also probably be talking about the new Pokemon because that comes out Friday. Uh, I had no idea. Like, I'd been like very loosely following it because like i'm trying to go in as blind as i can despite jsb's best efforts to like not do um and like i had no idea when the game was coming out i just like would occasionally see like nintendo of america tweet about and they were like releasing a trailer almost every week yeah they've been wrapping up Um, and i'm just like 
when does this game come out? I have no idea. I guess someone will just tell me and then I'll go buy it and we'll be fine. Uh, and so I guess that's this Friday. So we're, yep. we're ramping up for this Friday. Um, I think I kind of want to try my hand at competitive Pokemon again because I don't have enough competitive aspects of my life uh, that I need to add something else to uh, my plate. Um, I mean, what's good about like raising up a competitive Pokemon team, right, is uh, you can just throw on a TV show because like everybody knows how raising a competitive Pokemon team is. You would just chill on the route where like the daycare is and you just like put the eggs that you need to put in there and you just go back and forth and you put your thumb on the joystick and then you just watch TV. I'm pretty sure I went like I watched the entire series of Castle and like the Tales of the Abyss anime, Gurren Gone, and like a bunch of other stuff, just raising competitive Pokemon and Pokemon X1. So yeah, I look I, I look forward to being able to catch up on my TV shows with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I think a lot of that stuff has been getting a lot easier over time too. They, so I they streamlined it like they streamline it a bit every generation. Yeah. And I've heard, like, it's never been easier than it was in Sword and Shield. And, like, getting shinies is a lot easier now, too. Yeah, so I um, imagine for, for this, it would probably be streamlined even more. So I bet it's... We'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll, let the, I'll let the other people figure it out. Of course. And then, yeah. Cool. But uh, that is that is my intent. And, of course, still playing CS4 because this, this series never ends. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I I like that. I love that. Uh, for me, this week, um, God of War is really good. I can't say a ton about God of War, but what I can say uh, is that, uh, well, actually, I have I have one uh, small complaint that I want to get out of the way with God uh -oh. of War. And uh oh. <laughs> in, in that I, I think um, I I almost feel like there's one too many combat mechanics in the game and it it feels overwhelming at times like I feel like I lose myself in the combat in terms of like what I need to do do I need to like apply a certain debuff because if it's a certain enemy type or like when I have to specifically parry certain attacks that are unblockable it, it i feel like at, at times it becomes a little unreadable um and that could just be like a me thing right uh but when the combat works and you enter like that flow state it feels really good but sometimes i feel like i get a little lost in the mess because like you're you're technically controlling two characters right so it's like you're calling assists from from the boy uh to shoot arrows and like he has different arrow types and it's like okay do i want to use the sonic arrows do i want to use the magic arrows and they do different things and you can cause chain reactions and it it, it feels like a lot at times but it's cool uh but i kind of feel like maybe they they went a little too hard on that um almost kind of like how i felt about like uh uh doom eternal where like that game feels really good when it when it works, but I feel like that also had like one too many mechanics in it that kind of killed it for me. Um, similar feelings, but overall, uh, that game that game is is great. I love the continuation of Kratos' story. Um, 
no spoilers, uh, obviously. Um, but I do really appreciate that they acknowledge like the old series, uh, not to a point where like um, you need to go out and play those games because you really don't. Uh, <laughs> they're they're kind of whatever mediocre action games that was of an era. Um, but it is very cool that to to really feel like this is that same Kratos. Um, and, and it really puts into perspective like just how far he's come as an individual. And I never really felt like, like at the end of the first game, I was like, I like Kratos. I can't believe they made me like this character, this this unredeemable piece of shit character. Um, and with Ragnarok, I love Kratos. Like, I really love this character. Um, he he is in, in a place in his life where it is just like, I, I, how did you get here? I'm so thankful you're here. <laughs> like, it, it is crazy what they've done with this character. Um, I, I highly encourage people to to play these games and, and, and get a feel. Um, because like narratively, they're doing something really, really good with with a, a franchise that I don't think. I'm not gonna say it doesn't didn't deserve this treatment, but it was like the last IP that I would think would get something like this. Um, and and they're knocking it out of the park with that. Um, and also all, all the new characters that they introduce are very interesting too. Um, so like a lot a lot of parts of this game, I'm. It's not. I'm not necessarily feeling. Um, I find myself surprised that like I'm feeling emotions for characters that aren't Kratos and Atreus. Like I'm getting really, really invested into a lot of the side character stories as well as the the story of those two. Uh, they did a really, really good job propping up um, a lot of the side cast. Um, and I hope like I, I don't I don't know if they'll do another one. I, I feel like I heard uh, the development team talk about how like they they intended this to be a, a two game thing, right? They they didn't build this with three games in mind. Uh, but I do hope that like maybe there's some DLC that explores some of the other characters more. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a, an Uncharted Lost Legacy style DLC where we're focused on a couple of other characters that were introduced in this game. Cause I think they, they have some fascinating stories to tell either post this event or how they got to where they are when you meet them. Uh, I think there, there's a lot of space to explore there. Um, but yeah, I'm like one 20 hours in game came out Friday. I'm like 20 hours in on Sunday. Uh, if that tells you anything in terms of how hard I've been playing this game. Um, and I am, oh, I want to say like in the, not the finale, but like, I'm definitely getting to the point where like, we're getting towards, towards the final act. Like, I feel like I'll have this game done probably by like Tuesday. Um, considering it's a work day tomorrow and stuff. Um, but yeah, give give that game a shot. If you like the, the the last God of War game, it's more of that. Um and and I thought that game was excellent. Um that's that's really all I can say without getting into the specifics. 
Brian, I know you you started the the first game. Did you ever go back to it or? Um, no. No. No, I am yeah, that, and that is like a game that is on my list to actually finish. Um, mm-hmm. that also requires me to turn on the PS5, which I have not done in I, four I, months. Um, yeah, so that's the only reason I turned on my PS5. <laughs> so. Um, in, in fact, like I, I'm, I'm beating it, and then I'm just passing my PS5 to Asher so he can play it because I don't need my PS5 for anything for the next like five months. That's kind of how I feel about you know? my PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. What a, it is. It's just a paperweight right now. Very big. Yeah. Very big paperweight. I think the next game that I'm okay, going to play on Core is in a month. But Crisis Core is on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. Crisis that's not is on everything. It is coming to Steam. Uh-huh. True, but I guess I just enjoy not having to troubleshoot my games before I play them. Why play it on my PS5 when I can play it on my 3070 Ti? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? Why? I'm, play trying, I'm trying to play this shit at, at max FPS. All uh-huh. right, in 4K. Exactly. Like, let's go. Uh-huh. Until it doesn't work, and then you're like, well, PC sucks. Yeah, PC well, gaming. But uh, you mean Crisis Core is next month. The con, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too many games. Oh my god, way, man. Way too many fucking video games. Um, but yeah, uh, the other thing I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Signalis. Has anybody touched that yet? Oh, shit, I bought it. I'm not touched it yet. Uh, I don't know what yet. that is. Uh, Ryan, you might actually really like it because it, it is definitely like a survival horror in, in the um, in the style of like a classic RE. Uh, I think I showed Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah Kat sent me this and I was like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, interest, it did interest me. I just, I just forgot about it. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Uh, oh, Game Pass, sweet. All right, go on now. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, how do you it, spell it's... it? S I G N A L I S. Like signal. It's PayPass. Was was PayPass? PayPass is PayPass. PayPass. Wait, didn't did you? What did you say? I thought you said K S. No, I said Game Pass. Oh. Xbox Game Pass. PC Game oh. Pass. So I, ah. I'm curious about a, a K-Pass. Uh, Download. Get, get, get all of your K-pop my... now. Yes. <laughs> Downloading it now for uh, Game Pass. Hell yeah. It, it's a really interesting game. Um, like I said, it, it's, it's a survival horror game that has a very, like, 3D pixel art look to it. That art is um, old. The visual effects of this game is actually incredible. And I said this to Drew in a chat, like it's very, very hard to explain what I mean by that. But like you when when you bring up like your um, your status menu or, or like your inventory screen and stuff, it, it it gives a presentation of like you're looking at like a CRT screen, right? So like there's like a filter on top of it, kind of flickers here and there, like little things like that um, really like sell the environment that you're in. 
uh, because you're playing as like this Android character, right? So it's it's very much like a like you're looking at a PC when you're looking at like the the menus and stuff, um, or when you're looking at like security cam footage and things like that. Um, when things are kind of glitching out in the environment, like it, it fucks with you visually in really interesting ways. Um, that I feel like because it's pixel based, it looks even better uh, than if they tried to do this in like a traditional 3D sense. It's it's very hard to describe, but like as you're playing it, you'll know exactly what I mean. Um, it's it's very very cool, and it's it's a really good like resident evil style game like um ammo is is scarce but like there, there's enough of it to where like go ahead and use your weapons don't don't be scared to use it but also like you may need to conserve just a little bit like like i feel like they 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 struck a very good balance of like you don't necessarily feel like you need to hoard everything but in the back of your mind you're like i should at least save a couple of these in the inventory box because this game has an inventory box like re um and you're only you're limited to six inventory slots um so you have to be very careful or very like cognizant of like what you're bringing only bring the essentials right so like bring your pistol, uh, bring the key card that you need, right? Uh, maybe bring a healing item, but also like, do I really need to take up a fourth slot for like additional ammo? I think I'll be good with these 10 shots. Um, or like, you know, get good at like juking enemies and not engaging, you know what I mean? Like like activating that part of your brain when you play RE, when, you, when you're thinking about like, do I really need to, to kill this zombie or not? Can I just run around it? Um, you're using like that part of, of your brain. Um, it's, it's really cool. Uh, it's, it's pretty short. It's only like six, seven hours long. Um, I'm at the, like the final stages of it. Um, the it's puzzles the in the game are like very clever. Game. Yeah. 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 Not, not super long. Yeah. Uh, the, the puzzles in the game are very reminiscent of like RE stuff, right? It's like, Hey, get these key cards and, and do very simple tasks. Um, it yeah like again without without getting into like spoilers because i think what this game does story-wise is also kind of unhinged um in in almost uh some fun like yoko taro-esque way uh <laughs> uh it, it, go, it goes places uh in it, it's very very fascinating um definitely definitely check it out i i think it's it's shaping up to be like a game that would be very high on my game of the year list, right? Like it's not going to be like the number one game, but it probably would sneak in at like a number five, number four slot, you know? Uh, it just kind of came out of seemingly nowhere, uh, though I remember when it was announced and then it just kind of like quietly went away for a bit and then then dropped. Um, but it, it there's a lot of production in there. Uh, I definitely urge everybody to give that game a shot. It's it's really really good. Yeah, you talking about this also kind of remi reminds me that uh, oh yeah, Resident Evil Village just dropped the, the DLC the DLC that I need to play through too. I need to play through that too. I, I hear it's very very short though, so that that's a quick playthrough. That, hey, I'm okay with that. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm right there. Someone said, told me it was like three hours long. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, that's all I need. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I can get it cheaper for you on Humble Bundle if you want. Uh, if you want to save five bucks, just let me know. Yeah, might take you up on that. <laughs> that sounds let, like, let me know later. That sounds like a really good idea. You know, uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, um, I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's really all I've been up to. I'll, I'll finish up Signalis uh, this week since I only got like, I'm pretty sure like 40 minutes-ish left of that game. Uh, I think Lewis has been playing it too, so definitely be be ready to, to hear a lot about it next week, I'm sure. Um, still playing through Star Ocean. Um, I'll have a lot more to report on that probably by next recording too, because I hoping I can get through, at least get to the end game of that that game by the time we record next, uh, and then I'll finish up God of War and see where I stand as far as my game backlog is concerned. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up and get out of here? Um, not off the top of my head. No, I think, think there's a... Uh... I think that's pretty much. That's the Tactics Ogre Reborn being released uh, on Friday. Oh yeah, so, wasn't know. that like? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Okay. Gotta go pick that up too. As Katz was saying, too many games. Mm-hmm. Too many, man. Too many. Too many, <laughs> too many games. That, and with, with that lovely, lovely note, let's let's get out of here. Uh, begin the sign-offs, Katz. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm in the process of like changing my social, so I don't exactly oh. have like a place to shout okay. anything out right now. So I'll just pass the torch for that for now. <laughs> All right, Cat said you can't find them anywhere. Yeah, Cat uh, said nowhere. Leave me alone. No. <laughs> I have games to complete. Yeah, I have too many Leave games to alone. play. Leave me alone. <laughs> I understand. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Uh, let's see. Uh, YouTube. I uh, basically just doing late night rhythm game streaming now on that. So you can find me there, RCB TV. Uh, mainly Twitter and Instagram. Uh, RCB draws on Instagram and then RCB underscore draws. Um, on twitter um both of those bios do have like a digital card that goes to like all my other platforms where i do uh post my artwork that's you know safe for work or not safe for work if that's you know what you like as well um so you can find uh those uh spots and everything uh there uh for all my uh artwork that i have been doing so if you're interested in that you could check it out Check it out. Uh, Drew Stiffer. Uh You can find me on Twitter at JSB Totally Drew, at least for the time being, as we are watching Twitter burn to the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, I've, I haven't really posted on Twitter uh, lately. I'm basically just a retweet bot at this point. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the platform, so maybe next time we record, I will be having a different platform to share with you all. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to chat video games with me, just find me on Twitter. Good deal. Uh, You can find me sitting in front of the PS5, finishing up God of War. Uh, 
And then you could also find me on Steam going through backlogs. Uh, I guess you can find me on Twitter at Zenosuke. Uh, I don't know what I do over there anymore. Uh, I don't know what the last thing I even tweeted was, but you you can you can follow me there if you want. <laughs> uh, I'm also just an art retweet bot at times. Uh, but yeah, so with that, uh, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank y'all for being here. I appreciate all of you. I hope y'all know that. Uh, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Later. Laters. Play the video games. Play all of the video games. Try, man. Try. <laughs> <laughs>